Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. Welcome back here on the Believe in NFL Draft Prospects podcast. I'm Joe DeLeon here with Ryan Roberts to talk about day four of the 2022 NFL Combine for the defensive backs. It's not just me this time. Ryan, how was the zoo? It was wonderful, man. It was wonderful. We t- uh, took the baby down <laughs> to the Cape May Zoo. Nice hour and a half drive. She slept all the w- she slept the whole way back. It was it was good, man. It was good times, you know. Um, and then I come home, and now the combine's over, and now I'm sad. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm sad too, and I, I also I don't blame you on uh, picking the zoo over hanging out with me this morning. Uh, it sounds a lot more fun and entertaining. It's, it's not really it's not really, <laughs> it's not really hanging out if we're not in the same spot, right, Joe? Technically, that's that's, that's true. We're still yet to meet in person eventually one of I these know, days. That's crazy. That's crazy. I I thought I know we've been doing this for two years and we've never interacted in person. I mean, it, n- next draft cycle we we already have intentions of doing more shit. So, well, that's that's yes. the goal. I'll, I'll I'll be I'll be down I'll be down at the uh, combine and senior bowl next year. It's a guarantee. guarantee. We're we're sp- we're speaking it into existence. But before we get to that next combine, the twenty twenty three, we have to talk about the last day of the twenty twenty two, Ryan. And shocker, we have all these freak athletes on the first three days. And guess what? We've got freak athletes on the fourth day, too. And a lot of really, really freaking good guys uh, on Mm -hmm. this DB group. And Ryan, wait, 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 wait. wait. I'm sorry. I have to stop you there. Because it was also it was defensive back and specialist punters. It was a record day for punters, too. Like, where did Jake Camarda from Georgia ran a four, five, six faster than Kyron Williams and Kyle Hamilton and Kyle Hamilton, which is pretty, pretty bizarre. Some some punters can scoot, dude. Some punters can scoot. If this is a year that you want an athletic punter, it's the year to get one. But also, Ryan, I was going to say before you cut me off, this class, man has a lot of really athletic long corners. Like if you need a long athletic corner, this is the year to invest in one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. And it's, I mean, we didn't even see two of the most athletic and long corners that they, that, uh, in the draft this year at the, at the combine, obviously Andrew Booth jr. Well, at rephrase both were at the combine, but Andrew Booth jr. Out of Clemson, Derek Stingley Jr. at LSU, they both did not participate in on-field or testing, right? So we didn't see them, but you saw Ahmad Sauce Gardner, you saw Kyrie mm-hmm. Elam. There was there was definitely a lot of guys who impressed and I think answered a lot of athletic questions, to be honest, to say the least here. So the before we get to the guys that are probably going to be in that in that legit first round conversation, uh, we have to acknowledge the two athletic showings that we got from one the fastest db ever kalen barnes who ran a 423 that was about it for his performance but Tariq woolen who is six foot four 205 pounds from utsa runs a 426 and then also has the best vertical jump at 42 inches now athletically everybody's obviously losing their minds because that is a really tall ass corner to be able to move that quickly. But, and I texted you this, and you agreed with me when before we started recording, those numbers are all great, but if you watched yeah. him in the drills, that dude has some really tight hips. 
Yeah, no, he does. Um, I would say if you are a big fan of what the Seattle Seahawks once did under Pete Carroll and Dan Quinn and what Dan Quinn's now doing with the Dallas Cowboys, I know he runs more man than he once did when he was with the Seattle Seahawks, but Dan Quinn is a heavy cover three corner. Um, sorry, cover three heavy coverage team. And he is a guy speaking about Tariq Woolen, who I mean, he's six foot four and he ran what was it, four two six, right? Like nobody's yeah. gonna get behind that dude, but there are going to be some limitations. I want people to kind of understand this for a second, because the kid's explosive and the kid can run for days. There's no doubt, and that's on film at UTSA. But there are some limitations. He's not the most flexible guy of all time, right? Like he's not a guy that's that has the loose hips, the oily hips, where he's going to be able to change direction a ton. So he's going to give up some catches. Might not be deep shots, but like he's going to give up some sticks, some comebacks, slants, like stuff like that, because he's not going to be a guy that I think is going to be able to play man at a high rate at the next level just with change of direction. So there are some limitations. Joe, I don't know if you remember this, though. I was thinking about this this morning, actually. Uh, when they were highlighting Tariq Woolen. So last year, do you remember who the first person that you heard the name Tariq Woolen from was? No comment. <laughs> <laughs> it was from you. I, yes. And I, I, I tweeted about it and you got mad at me because I, I stole your I stole your reference. <laughs> because because it was so it was so funny because I'm like one of those weird guys that like would used to go on PFF and I would like scroll by like the size profile stuff, right? So like I remember six five corner. I was like, who the heck is this kid? It was last year, it was it was during the 2020 season. I'm like, who the heck is Tariq Woolen? So I looked him up. He, he was listed on the roster at like 6'5", 210, and then you look it up, former wide receiver that had just turned to a corner and had you know a decent amount of production as, as a junior. But he, I think he really did take his, his game to the next level. And I remember DMing, not thinking that he would be a good player or a draftable player, but just to say like, dude, UTSA has a 6'5 corner. Everyone needs to go watch him. Like they have to go watch him just for shits and gigs, but mm-hmm. apparently he's turned into a legitimate draftable player. So good for him. And a, yeah. and an, a freak, a freak. I mean, the numbers four to six and like all the jumps were crazy too. Like 40 plus inch of Vern. And I think the bra was over 11 foot. Like it was, I, I mean, don't it think was he, nutty, he doesn't have a broad number on, on the track. He didn't have a bra. I don't know. But I mean, the, the results for the, the combine tracker have been, all over the place. So there might be some numbers thrown um, in there. I don't I don't know know for sure. But so wait, I, I asked you this. I asked you this, yep. Ryan. And sometimes when you get these longer corners that don't have that hip fluidity to open up as easily, yes, the the transfer to being a zone corner I think makes a lot of sense. But and I asked like do you think that he might be better or be able to play safety with that with that size and speed profile? I mean, I mean, yes, yes. Um, but where do you think he's better suited? Is the better is the better question? I, I, th- I think people it are going to bring it. People are going to bring it up, and they've already brought it up on Twitter. I, I, I think with that length and that speed, I don't think there's any reason to move him away from corner. To be honest, like I, I don't think that you move, move athletes inside, like guys that are able to last outside for a length or a functional athleticism perspective. Those are the guys that get pushed. In. I know that there's a there's a there's a 
limiting factor from the change of direction that we talked about a little bit, but like I think there's enough schemes that can take advantage of what Tariq Woolen does that he'll mm-hmm. be able to play outside. And you are correct, by the way. I just looked it up. 42 inch vert, 426, but he did not do the broad jump. So that is my bad. Okay. Just wanted to put that out there. Damn. But I I don't I don't think that he's a player that you have to move him inside because I don't think there's limitations in the right scheme, right? Like I don't think like there's some there's some corners that just do not have enough length to play outside or they do not have enough speed to play outside but in the right system i think Tariq woolen could be a starting caliber corner and i think he could be a producer so i i would mm-hmm. say keep him outside he just has to be drafted to the right scheme let's let's move him to edge rusher and see what he can do there instead and instead of him playing corner I, I'm, I'm about to <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm about to go on the relative athletic score website and then put all his stuff in as a defensive end and see how it comes back athletically probably pretty good to be honest yeah yeah it'll probably be up there uh but separate from the athletic freak the guys that are actually going to go in the first round um sauce gardner who is one of those tall long guys six foot three 190 33 inch arms which is fun to see Mm -hmm. he runs a 441 he also actually has that hip fluidity in these in these db drills which is fantastic to see and then kyer elam from florida who his name is kind of it's not that he's disappeared, but I feel like he's not talked about as much as he was pre, like at the beginning of the cycle. Like he was in that top 15 conversation, maybe CB1 conversation. And now he's like early day two kind of uh, kind of a deal for him. But he ends up running a 4.39. His arms aren't as long. He's about six one and a half, thirty 30 and 7 eighth inch arms, but still long, athletic, fast corners. Both those guys look, look pretty good at these drills today. Yeah, well, let me start with Kair. He's the, I think, I think he's a younger brother or cousin. I can't remember what it is of Matt Elam that played at Florida to the safety that was a first round pick by the Baltimore Ravens. He ended up not being very good on the next level. But Kair, I think, I think Joe, there's a possibility he could get dropped to the second, but I, I do think that there's a real chance that someone's going to take him in the first round because and I just thought I just went on a Denver Broncos podcast the other day where they were at uh, like two days ago, I think, that was asking me about Kair Elam. And I said that for everybody that loved Patrick Sertan Jr., I think you're also going to love Kair Elam because I think that there is a lot of similarities. And at that point on that podcast, I also said that I I thought that Kair Elam was going to test a lot better than what people anticipated, right? And I I thought it was more 4-4 something. Right, but like four three nine. I mean, the kid's a nice athlete. Mm-hmm. There is no limiting factors to him as an athlete. So, I think Kyrie is going to go higher than a lot of people think. Sauce Gardner, props to him, man. Props. I went into the week and I talked about this on that same podcast I was just talking about. I was terrified that he was going to run slow. Terrified because there's a lot to love on film. Obviously, he has the length and he activates the length better than anybody in the class. He knows how to play to his size. There's no doubt about it. And he has been a guy that has just produced every single year. And everyone's going to keep talking about it. He didn't give up a touchdown in his career. And there's a reason for that because he is incredibly competitive and has that incredible length. But I thought that there was a chance that we could go into this week and see him run like 4-5-7, And it's just like, oh, man, he's just not very athletic. Like there's just, there's just some limiting factors to him in his speed situation. But – he remedied that very quickly. I mean, the first one, I think the unofficial was like four or five something, right? And I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, that kind of seems like that. Well, that's what it is. But then he, the second one was like 
unofficially 446 then he ends up running 441 what is up with these hand times i don't know man no, yeah, charles right. casterly's not there to do it so every whoever's doing it's just dicking around oh uh, man the best picture ever is charlie castle every single year with the if you're on the video you know what I, you know what i just did if not you you just think that i just had awkward silence there but I, <laughs> man, sauce yeah, the audio sauce folks are confused as hell <laughs> right? they are very confused so go to the youtube and check it out make sure yeah. you subscribe um yeah. so sauce carter he solidified himself as a first round player in my opinion now right like i was again love loved a lot of what i lo- saw in film he's been incredibly productive I was hesitant on him though because I just didn't know what type of athlete he was. He answered every single question mark this week, and that was the biggest one was the 40. You just wanted to see, can this kid run? Can he run? Or is he a scheme-specific player? Well, he's not scheme-specific. He can be a press man corner. He can play off. He can play zone. There's not much limiting to, to of his upside as a football player. So top 10, top 15, very possible. Wouldn't be shocked if he goes before Derek Stingley. Wouldn't be shocked if he's first corner off the board. I personally would not take him first out of the cornerbacks, but he answered all the all the questions he had, and he has really good film. So mm-hmm. that's all you need to know about uh, Sauce. He also reportedly was one of the best interviews for these teams during the week. He shows up wearing a suit, looks very professional. It was a good bit, yeah. and it, it you know makes him look good. And you know that stuff's also going to come into play whenever you hear that stuff that that tends to to lean towards guys going maybe earlier than, than we anticipated. So we, we've got these safeties to talk about. We've got two top performers, and then we have to touch on the strange nature of the speed that, that Kyle Hamilton put out. Before we do that, though, folks, I just need to tell you about today's sponsors. The football season might be over, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops from all the latest odds, totals, player performance, props to where you can – where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline is the number one spot for all of your sports betting needs. Head over to their website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right to the Olympic coverage. And uh, right to the Olympic coverage is the best in the business. That sentence still sucks, and the Olympics are over. Uh, From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, BetOnline is your number one online wagering destination. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite games. BetOnline, where the game starts. Also, what's more important than peace of mind? Nothing. And that's what NordVPN is here for, to give you peace of mind when you're online. With all the threats that you face today on the internet, it is more important than ever to be sure that you have the best VPN you can get. NordVPN is the world's best VPN service, offering the fastest connectivity, most servers, and next-gen encryption to make sure that everything you do online stays secure. Plus, you can use NordVPN on all of your computers and devices, no matter the operating system. With NordVPN's unlimited bandwidth, you never have to worry about a slow connection either. And plans start at under $4 per month. So grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash believe or use code believe. That's B-L-E-A-V to get up to 70% off your NordVPN plus plan. NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free. It's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. Also, folks, if you're like me and you know, you're very focused on taking supplements and getting all the right nutritional uh, bits and pieces that you need to get in. Sometimes you miss out by not having those multivitamins or by taking athletic greens can help you 
cover those bases. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and aptogens to start your day right. Their special blend of ingredients supports gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy recovery, focus, and aging. It's also lifestyle-friendly and fits a wide range of diets that's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial anything. Reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel pa- pra- five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's B-L-A-A-V. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash believe. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Athletic Greens, take ownership of your health. Whew, okay, Ryan, I've got, I swear to God, if the NFL.com tracker plays one more goddamn ad while I'm trying to read something, I'm going to lose my mind. <sighs> Nick Cross was the first safety we wanted to talk about because he posted the best 40-yard dash time for the safeties. That Nick Cross out of Maryland, he runs a 4-3-4 with a 37-inch vertical. And then, holy crap, his broad was 130 inches. But what is that in in conversion? Um, uh, that would be 10 foot 10. That's still pretty good. Yeah. Ten, yeah, ten because 10 times 12 would be 120 plus 10. Yep, 10, 10. Yeah, you're right. You're I know. Right. I okay, so what are your what are your, what are your thoughts on uh, on Nick Cross? Because you picked him as your, your oh, top performer. Boy, did I! Boy, did I, Joe! Boy, did I! I mean, first and foremost, he's a hair over six foot, two hundred and ten pounds. Like, let's put this into perspective for a second. He's not a small guy. <laughs> like, he's got some mm. size. I mean, he's not quite Kyle Hamilton, right? But he's <laughs> he's a bigger safety man. He is, and you i knew he was going to run fast because he has the track background obviously right like he's a really he was a 55 60 meter guy early on in his maryland career and he's a sprinter like it was going to happen four three four is moving though man like mm. that is moving Scooting. and we yeah we saw a maryland safety a few years ago darnell savage come to the combine who actually trained at test football academy here in new jersey and he uh blew up the place, man. And then we get another one this year in Nick Cross. And I would say, like, I watched his film probably, like, two weeks before the Combine. And I was really impressed. I liked him a whole lot more than I thought I would. If you're looking for a true free safety type that has range coming over top, Nick Cross is that guy. And there's still, obviously, some room to grow. I don't think he's the greatest tackler of all time. I don't think he's just – I don't think that he's – consistent in the run game but he covers a lot of ground in the back end he gives you a lot of coverage versatility and i think that is really highlighted by the testing that he had not only is he explosive like you talked about with the jumps but he also has dynamite speed four three four that is legit 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 deep speed so he can cover a lot of ground in the back end nick cross big winner maybe probably the biggest winner in safety this week like he wow I mean, I mean, who, I mean, I, I'm just, I'm just thinking off the top of my head here, right? Like, thought Daxton Hill had another, had a good performance out of Michigan, and there's a couple guys that I'm just kind of not thinking about. I think JT Woods did some good things out of Baylor. Like, there's guys that did really well, but I think Nick Cross is a guy that not many people are talking about. But 
I mean, it's kind of wide open after Kyle Hamilton, man. Like, I mean, I just mentioned Daxton Hill, who's a good player. Jaquan Brisker out of Penn State's a really good player. There's there's other guys that are going to be in the class. Jalen Petrie out of Baylor. Like, there's there's dudes. But Nick Cross has the athletic profile where it wouldn't shock me if he's one of the top two or three safeties drafted with the type of athleticism he has. And teams are going to look at that again and say 210, 4-3-4, 10-10 broad, 30 whatever vert like he's he's got the he's got the juice man he's got the athletic upside so i think cross had a huge week for himself well what about lewis seen though in that conversation uh, for, a great, for, yeah. for a great day because like this is a this is a big head hunting safety here 6 199 32 inch arms he runs a 437 which is still really freaking fast just a little bit behind nick cross 36 yeah. and a half inch vertical he has a better broad he ends up having 133 inch broad, which I believe that is 11 feet. Does that get? I'm so bad at it? math. What was it? What was it? Say it again, real quick. 133. Somebody commented on our on our bad math on one of the last shows. They, nothing, nothing I'll, mean. I'll, it was nothing mean. They were just like did the math for us that we messed up the other show that, with the 40. That that would be that would be 11 feet one inch. By the way, I just did it. My that's yeah. that's nutty. That's absolutely yes. nutty that he did that. But he he's somebody who like we see it on tape. This is a a guy that comes down with bad intentions to absolutely smack people and to move at that speed. Like sometimes yeah. these hard hitting safeties are are not really that fast, but you you get that with Lucene. Yeah, and he's oversha- um, overshadowed a little bit to be honest, because obviously, I mean, Georgia has just has all those dudes, right? Like Jordan Davis and Devonta <laughs> Wyatt, and and their punter and, uh, who had a really good Nicole, number too. Yeah, yeah, Jake Camarda and Nicobe <laughs> Dean and Darian Kendrick, and there's guys everywhere. Lewis Seen had a really nice season, man. He really did. I think he may have led them in tackles, or he was top two in tackles. It was actually, I think he led them in tackles, if I remember correctly. And I was watching a game of his a few weeks ago where I kind of predicted this. I think I even said something to Alex about it because I'm just like, this guy is going to run fast. Like <laughs> he's going to run fast, man. Like I saw it, I was just like, that's a high four three kid, and I, I called that one out pretty well. Um, the the explosion numbers should not be surprised. You see it on film. I think there's more upside as a coverage guy than he's shown to this point. And I think that there is there's an opportunity for him to be a second safety on the board. It's very I think it's wide open, like I kind of said with Cross, maybe getting into the conversation, but Lewis Seen is a multi-year starter coming out of the SEC for the national champions, leading tackler, athletic freak. He's got a lot of things on his resume that say you're probably getting drafted pretty high. So Lewisine had a great, great week, I would say. Absolutely. Yeah, I, th- I think that you could argue he's he's now in that late first conversation with Brisker as that second safety off the board. And that's that's kind of the debate because we, we already know who safety one is. That's Kyle Hamilton from Notre Dame, the six foot four, two hundred and twenty pound safety. So we have to address though the bizarre number he pulls on the 40 the rest of his testing 38 inch vertical 131 inch broad jump 693 cone 432 20 yard short shuttle but he runs a, a 459 on the 40 mm-hmm. and that's it's a good time for a player that big it's a pretty good time but i we were hyping him up for the a lo- the longest time as a guy that might run in the four fours and you watch the tape and it looks like he is a four four guy but for some reason he just he ran not just a little slower, but like a lot slower than I think we were expecting. Yeah, he 
So, the, I mean, so this is the deal with it real quick, right? So mm-hmm. I was hearing four fours may be better. Like that, I was hearing that from people kind of close to the situation. And it was not from Kyle to put that out there. It was not from the family to put it out there. Just someone close to the situation that like, hey, man, he might blow this up, right? So you get in this mindset, 6'4", 220. He was actually a little over 6'4". He was even in college. So 6'4", and an eighth, 220. And you're like, okay, cool, man. Like, like that's awesome. And you expected four four after starting the day with a 38 inch vert, like you said, a, a 10, 11 broad, which is fantastic for that size. And then he runs a four five nine, which historically speaking, just wrote an article about this on Irish Breakdown, uh, Irish Breakdown on Sports Illustrated. If you want to go check it out, mm-hmm. historically speaking. You're gonna you you have to compare a guy like a Kyle Hamilton to guys like Steve Atwater, Sean Taylor, Georgia Loca. Um, I think who else I have in there? Obi Melifonwu, like guys like that. That just that size profile. J. Ron Curse that played for the uh, Cowboys this season. And when you look at it as a whole, Kyle Hamilton tested better than all those guys. And he ran faster than every one of them except for Jeremy Chin, who was an inch shorter, and Obi Melifonwu, who was a awful. It's a, yeah, it's a separate issue. Right. So I mean, the, the, that number, like, it's not like concerning where you're like, wow, he's he's too slow. It's nothing like that. It's a good number for that's he's freaking massive. He's a huge safety. It's still a good number. It's just the expectation was a little bit overblown so he's still athletic but the the one thing that you watch Kyle Hamilton doing these drills like clearing away he was the the best of the group like he just he looks like like inhuman moving in these drills redirecting like you see his ball skills dude he catches yeah I was gonna say he looked like a tight end doing the 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 gauntlet drill yeah, sorry. I thought you were gonna. Keep, I no, thought you were gonna say no, that. Was that was it. That was all yeah, <laughs> no, no, he did, man. His ball skills are just incredible, and you see him changing directions for the for the guy his size, and it's special, man. It really is. So it was un. It was. It was unfortunate that we had unrealistic expectations for how fast a six foot four, two hundred twenty pound guy can run. Um, but historically speaking, again, when you look at everybody that's been that kind of that size profile, Kyle is. At or above everyone, he's a freak. He, I mean, he had a over a nine RAS out of ten, right? Like he is an absolute phenomenal football player, and I think that every other number, for the most part, kind of exemplifies that. Even four five nine. I mean, you talk about guys like Ed Reed, who is the greatest rangy safety we've ever seen. Much smaller player ran four five seven. That's that forty time does not is not indicative of pure range on the back end. So let's pump the brakes. It's not as quite as big, but it definitely it's it was disappointing, and it it's a shame that it was disappointing. It's just that we we had kind of we had kind of made him a mythical creature at this point, right? Like he it, still it, no is. Matter, <laughs> he is. I know he's still a unicorn, but no matter what he was going to do, man. It, like if he would have ran four four eights, we would have been like, "All right, it's not bad, right?" But like that's insane. <laughs> so right. just unrealistic expectations for Kyle Hamilton. Still had a phenomenal combine performance. Yeah, yeah, definitely still a good good performance from him. That's gonna be it from today's episode. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at NFL Prospects Pod at Joe DeLeon at Rise and Draft. Head to riseanddraft.com. 
to catch more fantastic draft coverage. Also hit subscribe wherever you're listening or if you are watching on the YouTube channel. We've got more content coming this week, folks. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.